0: welcome back it's another episode of the awful service podcast this is the podcast where the audio is served upside down every time or your next episode is free it's that kind of podcast. Uh, it's me, Matt Doimo, with my co host, Nathan Uh Making it sound so pretty is my favorite mustachioed madman who was just in North Dakota, Jalen Russell. Yes, you are a madman <laughs> going out to Mandan. I don't know. I just I had to. I, I was trying to be fun. You know what? They're not always going to be gold. Okay, they're not. I, what?
1: Especially when you let the audience know that you're actively trying to be funny. No, I'm not even trying. <laughs> I don't
0: even try to be funny. It just happens. Uh, you guys, you guys, we're making awful history. Nah. Yet again, I know. Again. I didn't believe it, because um, this is the second guest we've ever had. Who's ever done a dry bar comedy special? Amazing. Uh, that, that special, by the way, is called Not Afraid of Butterflies. You guys. We have the one and hopefully the only. We have Mike Brody on the podcast, you guys. Welcome, Mike Brody.
2: Hello. hey, Who is the, hey Mike? Who is the other fucker? Uh Chell. Oh, right on. Nice, nice, nice. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, C- couch quick uh weird thing they they named it's named not afraid of butterflies but on youtube they named it never mix a Wiener with a golden retriever which i did not have anything to do with that
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but whatever it's the same special
0: fair enough so yeah. look for either of those things listen yeah. to them they're, they're they're it's a great special thank you uh, it's very funny in fact you know what you should be doing you should just you should listen to it once and then you should just put it on repeat and then put your phone on silent it's, it's that good of a special.
1: Yeah. That's
0: what you should be doing. Just, and that, shouldn't
1: you also download the Drybar app?
0: That as well.
2: The, yeah. There's all kinds of ways.
0: Any way you can listen to it, you should be listening to right. it. If, if you can find someone just, to boot...
2: M- just mail cash to my
1: house. <laughs>
0: just bootleg <laughs> on mixtape.
1: very helpful. <laughs>
3: right.
0: mm-hmm. uh, so this is the Awful Service Podcast. This a podcast where we talk about customer service stories, jobs, things that we've had uh, there within... Uh, the first segment on the podcast, Mike, is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume.
1: Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job? Write you up and fire you. Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former job's filthy, shady politics.
2: Insane cloud posse. Show us
1: your resume. <laughs>
0: It was Mister Rogers and the Make Believe Friends with the Resume song. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was written um, would, by Devin. I think, Cook. That
2: a, I, think that was, I think. Oh, it's a nice, nice. I, 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 with a name like that, I think it'd be a ska band.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they they kind of do They're some kind of
2: ska. Yeah, I'm sure. I know yeah. Devin's Devin's cool.
0: Yeah, for sure. Devin's a Devin's a a long time listener. He's been on the podcast. He's a he's a good dude, and he uh, every he time I would go that. into
2: Ragstock, he would be there. <laughs>
1: you <laughs> gave right, us some you're... rag stock stories yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: very good so uh this is the first segment mike so we can talk about some of the jobs that you've had and some of the experiences that you've had on, like this i know you've also been a road comic for a long time so you've had a lot of uh experiences on the road uh or uh my new also also some cruise line stuff so uh, i guess wherever you want to start though
2: do, do i have to start with like the beginning of my like actual resume like wherever I, I,
0: you want to go with it it was
2: 1994 um <laughs> I've Don't been, be cool. I've, I've actually been a waiter uh, for, let me see. What, okay. <laughs> I've blocked this all out of my mind. Um, <laughs> Smart. In 1997, I was a waiter, I was a bartender, but also kind of a, a waiter at an Italian restaurant in Cedar Falls, Iowa. And then I was a bartender uh, slash waiter at Carlos O'Kelly's, the Mexican uh mexican irish restaurant in <laughs> iowa city
0: wait 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 wait. a mexican irish fusion restaurant
2: yeah i mean i never really got where the irish part came in there was no irish stuff just- the name. <laughs> but it was it was like you know generic middle america mexican like the roller you know the food that goes through the roller you know what I mean? Right. Um, and I remember the GM, they brought in kids from school, and he was like, you kids want to learn how to speak Mexican? And so I, I remember <laughs> <laughs> not super authentic. And then uh, I worked as a waiter in uh, when I moved to L.A. I, I worked in uh, Tony Roma's in Glendale. Mm. I, didn't, I lived in Hollywood, but I drove out to Glendale to work, to work. at Tony Roma's. Uh, and the big deal of that place was that one time Jenna Elfman came in but uh not not on my shift so uh but yeah and then uh oh and then i worked at joe Sensor's in uh bloomington as a waiter and then i did that for like i don't know two or three years five, i don't know and then one day i got stiffed by some some bitch in a green bay packers Jacket and I was like, I don't need this shit anymore, and I quit and I never <laughs> did it again. And I remember, you know what it was? She wrote a bad check later on. It, it turns out that it was a stolen check, and she still stiffed me. You know what I mean? Like, what? I would have, I would have gotten that money. I would have probably had to give that money back. I don't think that how that works. But like, just the idea that she's not even her money, and she's like, I'm still not tipping. <laughs> I'm tired of having to deal with that shit. So yeah, that was all the waiting table stuff that i did and i worked at jimmy john's later They're kind of like to be a road comic in the beginning one to seven years you kind of have to work some jobs you normally wouldn't in your 30s you know yeah <laughs> to to get going uh but so that's how that was
0: so you worked i i have to go back what was the name of the mexican irish bot again
2: Carlos O'Kelly's. It's a Le- chain. There's some of them in Iowa. I, I, oh, okay, it, it maybe in Illinois, like very small. Like, it's just
0: that 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 just seems like a missed opportunity. You know, they could have like a corned beef and cabbage taco or something. You know, you know.
2: Yeah, well, because Irish people aren't really known for their.
0: No, I know. I'm so, no, I, okay, no, they're known like for they're, not having,
2: know, having they, food. There was a <laughs> yeah. right. There was a bar. We got <laughs> we got drunk a lot. You know. Um oh, do yeah. you know what
0: the boiled taco special?
2: It <laughs> <laughs> was uh, oh god. It was fun though. I mean I, I had a lot of fun being a bartender, I just uh you know, gave everybody free drinks.
1: Yeah. We only yeah. served Guinness and tequila. Right. <laughs> <That> <laughs> it was, was good though. Tijuana that, that, Carbomb. That famous pairing <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't I I've never been
2: good at anything that I do right away. So for the first six months, especially at Carlos O'Kelly's they hated my guts. Everybody was like, "This guy, I, 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 did every, I prepped everything wrong, I, uh, you know what I mean? Like I was just, a, I was just a, a drain on everybody, and, uh, and then one day, it just, it just clicked, and then I was like, he's like, oh, he's cool, like I just, it literally takes me six months for me to understand basic human knowledge.
1: <laughs> just wear everybody down until you're accepted, right, right, right. Yeah. Just put
0: on that Mike Brody charm, and then also, finally
2: giving them free tequila and Guinness was that helps, also.
0: <laughs> My goodness, my patron. Nobody. Okay, fine. Uh so you worked you worked there and then you went you went to is that where you you moved to LA after that, right?
2: Yeah, I went from I went from Iowa City. So Iowa City is uh where the University of Iowa is, uh where the real school is. Fuck Iowa State. And uh, <laughs> you got fired. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh I had never left Iowa. Like I had been to Wisconsin or Illinois or Missouri, but I had never like left Iowa. And then a bunch of my friends were moving to LA and this was like 2000. And I was like, I don't want to be crazy. So I just moved with them. And the mistake I made was that it was a like, two couples. And so one of the couple moved to El Segundo and the yeah. other, moved, yeah, the other moved to Tarzana and I moved to Hollywood and, uh, moved into a $385 a month apartment that was actually a crack house that i found out later and uh just did that until i couldn't take my life anymore and i moved (laughs)
3: because
2: i was supposed to have a job at paramount pictures um working as like a tour guide and then working up to a PA because I knew a guy that worked there and then I, I moved like a week or two before 9-11 and like I get it like on the grand scale of people who were affected by 9-11 like yeah I'm at the bottom i mean, like the very but I did like I couldn't there was no jobs. and so uh that's why I ended up uh working at uh Tony Roma's for like 20 bucks a day because I was Cause still still
1: doing, gotta eat
2: right and then I you know I was doing comedy so I, I wanted to keep my nights free so I didn't work nights as a and uh ugh. i do love barbecue sauce though so that was nice
0: would you say that losing that job was your 9-11 <laughs> yes
2: it was you know what i want to say something though that like i'm not it's kind of fucked up that i realized i i can say when this is all over that i did comedy during 9-11 and the pandemic <laughs> i've seen some fucked up shit oh yeah <laughs> now granted i was just an open micer when 9-11 and but you- it was weird it was weird.
0: Did it feel weird bombing?
2: I didn't go up. No, nobody did comedy. It was like, I get a waka waka. Nice pun, Matt. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I'm sure there was pro comics that were working, but it's also LA. LA is more of a showcase town anyway, you know? And uh, so people just kind of laid off for a while. And then about a month and a half later, people kind of awkwardly started doing it again. So it wasn't like t- time-wise, it was nothing compared to this. Yeah, I, I don't really want to compare the catastrophes you know but, right but it was it was weird their it,
1: effects on comedy yeah. this is actually worse which is
0: weird
2: it is weird because it's the timeline it, it, it ended faster it was kind of like yeah. okay now we got to go on you know but
0: uh, you guys i think i figured out how to fix the pandemic uh we just didn't need to have rudy giuliani do an episode of saturday night live and then then everything will be okay that's 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 what fixed comedy back after 9 11 so i think i think if we just get him to go on uh, on to saturday night live we're gonna be fine i remember
2: that they asked him if he could be funny and if, if they could be funny and he goes why start now
1: uh, and everyone laughed that's back like, when people had respect you know, there was a
2: it was a weird yeah anyway it was a weird time to be in la it was weird mm. i was just gonna say that <laughs> anyway oh, and then I, there's yeah.
0: other not weird times to be in la
2: well just like everybody was trying to be nice to each other but it's la and they didn't know how to so it's like la know? nice <laughs> yeah but but everybody was seriously like it was like it was this moment where like for a month or maybe two weeks i don't know how long it was people were like all the veneer of bullshit was peeled back so everybody was like this is what matters you know and so people are nice but people didn't know how to be nice because la so and then there was like a little bit of like you know kind of and jealousy like they're like oh you know we're important we're the big city probably could be us next you know like it
0: was weird. yeah oh that is weird
3: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. just trying
0: to plot out which which landmarks of ours would they take out you guys because it's
2: the only i mean like when you live in la they barely even talk about new york they're just like where huh like sometimes new york might as well be you know uh, champagne urbana <laughs> You know, they, they, it's like serious. They
1: don't give a shit. But well, and then everyone in New York is like,
0: "Fuck LA."
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's this weird thing.
0: And everyone in Chicago is like, "Did you guys forget about us?"
2: <laughs> I like Chicago. I do too. Yeah.
0: So. Anything like any of these, like you, you worked as a waiter for a, uh, for a good chunk of time and, and you quit because of a, a person writing a bad check, which by the way, I, I have to agree with you. You're like, come on. Like, why couldn't they, like you could, have, they could have made your date. Like they could have been like, you it know what? It was the
2: principle out of it. Like I said, they probably, they, this, the restaurant would have probably made me give it back, but I know. it was just the principle of it.
0: You know, they, they could have been like, you could have been like, like life changing money right there. They just write like a, you well, know what? have a yeah. wonderful day. Thousand dollar tip, buddy. You earned it.
2: It wasn't just that. It was like the straw that broke the camel's back. I had been working there and I just was tired of my well-being being up to the kindness of people who aren't kind, <laughs> you know? And like, I remember I was working on a Friday night and this one guy, you know, you know, so all of you guys have worked as waiters or like that? Yeah. Okay. Line so type. you get, you get the person who they're a professional grifter, you know, where they like, they eat like half their sandwich and they go, this was bad. I want a mm-hmm. refund, you know, and like, bitch, you already ate, you know, they they know what they're doing. So he, mm-hmm. he comes up to me and he goes, this, this burger tastes old. And he'd eaten like 60 to 70% of it. And I was like, okay. So I went to the manager and I was like, the guy said his burgers tastes old and he wants a refund. And the manager was like, we're not in the business <laughs> of refunding food that people already ate. And, uh, <laughs> So then I, you know, I went up and I was trying to be as nice as I could. And the guy was like, well, I think a good waiter would take care of us. You know, like, then it's like that shit where they don't understand what we're capable of. Like, I don't have the option to, you know what I mean?
3: And so I was like, oh,
2: sorry. So he stiffed me and it was like a hundred dollar bill and he stiffed me. And so I was like pissed. And then I went to another table and this guy was like, these drinks are weak as shit. It was like happy hour. And it was just—it's one of those bars where like it's not a free pour bar. It's one of the ones where the managers are like, "I see that you know, uh, actually poured ninety nine point nine percent, and uh, it's ninety nine point seven percent." You know, like it's one of the, one of those places. Oh you yeah. Know? So it's, it's not, like, it's they do. jigger
0: pour everything. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I told them. I I told them, what the bartender told me earlier. It's like, oh well, you know, but for a dollar you can get a double, a dollar extra you can get a double. You know, which is like <laughs> it's not like woo, but it's not it's not bad. You know, but no. basically did what I could he got mad at me. Same thing I'm well, mad at me. Like I can fucking do something about it. And so, you know, his was like 150 with a bunch of people and he gave me his credit card and he came back, I came back and he had left, a. they were still there and they left a dollar. And so I just got stiffed on a hundred and then 125, I got a dollar and I was fucking pissed. And so I picked up the dollar and I like walked, it's a big restaurant. I walked around and I came back and then I just threw it on the table. And I go, you know, the whole thing, you go, oh, it looks like you need this more than me. <laughs> and I just like, uh, laid on the table and then I hid around a corner. I was like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then
2: when I peeked back out, I could see the guy yelling at my manager and then, and then my manager started walking up to me and I just go, I'm fired, aren't I? And he was, and he's like, yep.
3: I'm like,
2: All right. So I actually just went and just started cleaning up my stuff. Cause like even I'm an asshole, but I'm still not going to leave everybody with my shit, you know? So I started cleaning up my tables and stuff. The guy who, by the way, this guy had an upside down orange visor, you know, cool. like, like a
3: oh. frat
2: boy golf guy kind of thing.
0: His name was Hunter.
2: Yeah. And he came back and he goes, he goes, hey, man, here's your dollar. And I took it and I go, oh, you mean this one? And I, and I threw it up in the air. I ripped it up. And, uh, and, then, and then they didn't fire me because I think they were understaffed. <laughs> they never fired me. So, but I was just like, man, I was tired of this shit yeah
0: yeah i i know about the grifters uh there i had a guy years ago uh when i was working at i used to work at a holiday inn uh, at the the restaurant and he used to come in every monday and he would we had for some reason we had an eight rib platter i don't know why we did eight ribs instead of six or twelve but we had eight and he would always eat six of them and then complain that they were tough yeah and it just, every time, and then finally, it was like, well, why do you always eat six and then complain, oh, these are horse ribs, these are the worst thing
2: in the world. Oh,
0: yeah. uh, and like, I, I still think about that all the time, but then, yeah, the professional grifters are, they know what they're doing. Yeah. They, they do it all the time, They—they they, and then they try to pressure you, they, they, they hold the Damocles sword above you of, oh, you, your tip buddy, you know, this is a, your money, this is all you're going to do. And so you have to just be like, okay, well, you know, especially if you're a young, if you're young in the game. I'm just at a point where I just don't care. Yeah, uh, I stopped they, caring a long time ago.
2: They, the worst was they they used to have uh, University of Nebraska alumni days, where like it was like this organization, like you know, the Cornhuskers, the football team, mm-hmm. who I don't really watch football, and I don't know if they, are they good. Have they been good in a while? They
1: haven't been good for a long time. Not since they joined the Big Ten. Yeah, they but they used think- to be. Kind of I think, like, like, 96, their national championship year was, like, the last year they were any good.
2: Okay. So, yeah, because I feel like they were riding on fumes. This is the early 2000s, and I feel like they were riding on – or maybe mid-2000s. Oh, they yeah. Were, they were riding on fumes at that time, but they still had, like, hopes, you know? Oh, sure. Um, and uh, but it was still kind of, like, doctors would prescribe, like, oh, you should – social or you're, – you're not even – Cornhusker, just go to their thing you know and so what happened is they're they're whatever they would bring in a band and play like corn husker theme songs in, <laughs> in <Minnesota. laughs> like, like
0: like a marching band
2: yeah like kinda and uh like a sitting down marching band <laughs> a pet band and, and so it's the worst so it's a bunch of fucking nebraska people in minnesota they brand the band and they watch football for god knows how long and then they if they tip they tip like a buck and they've been there for seven hours because mm-hmm. they were pre-gaming and it's just like all that shit like Ugh, so I got to be here all day listening to these jackasses talk about some football team that I give two shits about and I get a dollar for it. <laughs> Fuck you.
0: Yay. I'm still
2: angry, apparently.
0: See, we just unlocked yeah. all those memories and you're just like, why, why did I agree to do this? One?
1: That's that's the, the like, should be the tagline of this show is helping you relive your past traumas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, mean, I, I,
2: I did meet a lot of people and I will say when I started doing comedy, it helped me because I could invite when you work at a restaurant in the early days, before people get sick of your shit, you can invite a lot of people to your shows. Like my first show, I think I, my first ever open mic, I think I brought like 30 or 50. I don't remember, but enough. Jeez. Oh wow. Yeah. And then they did for the first five times. Cause you, like <laughs> you, you can only do, you can only do the open mic, uh, once a month at the place where I started. And so after about the fifth time they stopped showing up and then I was like, Oh, it's a little harder than I thought. <laughs>
3: you,
0: mean, you mean all my friends and my friends and family aren't going to come every single time I do a mic.
2: God, they did. I used to write totally like a new 10 minutes every time, but
1: Oof. oh wow, <laughs> how long did that last? <laughs>
2: um, I mean, it stopped once I started trying to write good jokes. Right.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what's in the news? Uh, I have some
2: recordings of those shows that I've never listened to, and they're on like a format that I don't, can't even fucking fathom how I would pull them out. You know, like a looks like a mini laser disc. Like I don't even
3: know. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, the mini disc.
2: I don't know. Yeah, but it's in like a it's in like a plastic black casing. But inside there's like this little gold disc. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, Jalen? Right?
1: yeah, yeah. I had <laughs> one of those. Yeah. Well, <coughs> after they were cool, I had.
2: Yeah, I'm sure somewhere. I'm not, I'm not talking about a CD, I'm talking about like it's
0: the size yeah. of like a
2: watch. You're talking about the yeah, Sony yeah, like, the
0: Sony mini disk.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got some of the shit. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure I someday I could get that shit pulled out, and then it's some of the most vile shit that I have to literally set on fire in the minute. <laughs> God knows what I said on those things.
0: You're gonna take all that time to take with the antiquated technology to convert <laughs> it into a, a format, then just be like, no, burn it. I used, to, I used
2: to I used to I wasn't a shock value comic but I thought it was I wasn't mean but I thought it was funny to say shocking things and then I would like make up shit about myself to be shocking because I just thought that's just what like oh can you imagine he said that
1: ah. <laughs> imagine if he actually if he did such a thing right
2: I don't know it was just, I was drinking a lot <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
0: fair enough is there any other like any other interaction stories? Anything you can kind of think of from those days? Anything else you want to pull out? Otherwise, we can get start getting into some of the being on the road.
2: I mean, I, I'm sure there is I, nothing off the top of my head. It's, it's, my brain doesn't really work that way. It doesn't like line yeah. them up like a like a like a McDonald's drive through. It's more of like you, crashing you need through to be the bushes. Triggered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a broken brain.
0: So, how long have you been a road comic?
2: Uh, well. I don't, I don't like the way you say that. Uh, I'm just curious. <laughs> like, I, mean, I mean, like, <laughs> you on the road. Yeah, like, uh, like I, I consider it a pro-comic. road pro comic. comic makes
0: Professional comic. Yeah, I know yeah, you.
2: yeah. I mean, I get it. You got to be on the road, but, like, it makes you feel like you're, like, Hawaiian shirt. And all I do, I'm getting older. I'm starting to like Hawaiian shirts. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's kind of hard to say exactly because it wasn't like I just filled out my application and I was. Uh, but I was working pretty regularly, like three or four years in full time. Um, yeah. And also like I started in the early two thousands, there was still a lot more Midwestern bookers that you could like make some money full time. Like the Yoders had tons of shit. Moeller had tons of shit. Uh, that's funny business. And, uh, I can't remember. Was that comedy production? There was a lot of bookers. And now, Christ, I can't even imagine how many are going to be left when all this shit's over. There's going to be like one person like, I have a gig in <laughs> in Grand Forks, please, that's it. That's all I have, one booker. Um, yep. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it was easy, but there was definitely more. And then, uh, yeah, so probably 17 years ago. Okay. 16 years ago. But I started 20 years ago.
0: Okay, so like when you've been, so you've done, you've done some road work. You've been, you've done, a, you've gone, you've driven around the country. So you've, you've, you've gone to, you know, everything from truck stops, gas stations, like.
2: Wait, you said I've I've been to them or I've performed at them? Both. <laughs> I like, okay. yeah, 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 I've I've been I've been everywhere, except for yeah. Alabama and Mississippi. I've never done those states.
0: I don't. I don't. For this some is reason, something you
1: want to do.
2: There's actually Alabama has the. Um, the superdome i think it's called um there, there, there's like a place in alabama that like people go to uh, i can mm. try that mm. but yeah but, nah, I, but i'm fine with it doesn't keep me up late at night <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: like, oh
0: darn i i've never been to the, the the 50th uh the state that's ranked 50th for uh education and right. oh darn uh oh yeah uh, our our numbers in Mississippi are really going to drop after that. I
1: just day. can't seem to crack that market. I'm gonna, my my QAnon hour is really going <laughs> to. <get off.
3: laughs>
0: so, like, have you? Can you think of any like uh, stories from the road, uh, from like travel, bad hotels, uh, interactions with customer service people on the other side of things?
1: Um. Oh God. <laughs> like. Yeah. Like decades of it. Yeah, man. I have mean, just got twenty years. Of those stories.
2: I mean, it, it's not like. I guess the the point I'm trying to make out of all this is that it's not linear. It's not like, okay, I'm working in a pile of shit for this long and all of a sudden it's awesome. Like, I remember being young and new and I opened for Dave Attell in front of 1,500 people at a theater and they put me up in this hotel that, like, the likes of which I've never seen since, you know? Mm hmm. And then the next day you're in a flat motel You're, you know what I mean? Like, it's, so it's Mm -hmm. like, it's not like, it's like, Oh, then every day it gets better. It's like shit. I mean, recently two years ago, I think it was, I was in a hotel where like literally it was in somewhere in North Dakota, South Dakota. And I could, I walked into my room. It was like, it wasn't a one level motel, but spiritually it was, you know what I mean? Like It was was a one level motel that had two levels (laughs) and, uh, I walked in the room and it was February yeah and I could see my breath like and I don't mean just like oh I could kind of see my breath I mean I could full on see my breath like like I was smoking in my room and uh the the heater didn't work and uh I called the lady at the front desk who was very old and lived like you know like there's like an office and she goes through a door and that's where she lives you know <laughs> uh- <laughs>
0: The living manager. Fun fact: um, I grew up in one of those motels. My parents owned a motel where the house was connected to the motel. But ours was ours was uh, we kept it nice. But I know what you're talking about. Right,
2: right. This was not nice. And uh, (laughs) she was like, I was like, the heater doesn't work. And she goes, Oh, you just didn't turn it on. I'm like, I fucking like she talk about the grifter. She knew all the things just to keep her give her an extra hour (laughs) and maybe I'm gonna do whatever people do for an hour in a hotel and move on or something. I don't know. But she kept and then she's like, You don't know how to turn it on, and then. Finally I came back. Oh, I'd called her and then I walked into the office and she's like, Oh, she's like, What do you want now? And it's like
3: <laughs>
2: I want it to not be minus twenty in my hotel room <laughs> in February and wherever the fuck I am right now. Um, yeah, I did one gig. I won't say who the booker this was for, but there's a hotel that it's in the parking lot of the restaurant, which is always kind of a weird. Like the hotel's in the parking lot? You mean they share a parking lot? No, it's in the parking lot. Oh. Okay, it's weird. It's hard to explain. And um, (laughs) it was one of those hotels where, like, you could just tell that everybody else lived there. And I don't mean the way you live there. I mean, like, in all the rooms, there was, like, coffee cans in the windowsill, you know, and, like, books and stuff. Like, people have been here a while. And I went into my room, and it was, like, literally, like, is that blood or barbecue sauce? Like, let's just really hope, because, like, all the walls. (sighs) But, you know, one time I went (laughs) into I stayed in a five-story resort and that's the only place I've ever had bed bugs. So
1: ew. Yeah,
2: it was a it was a I I was I was not late for the show, but I was like I had driven far and I got there at like the show was at 8 and I got in the hotel at like 7. And I ended up getting the show at 7:30 so it was all acceptable, but I was cutting it close, you know. And uh, I remember throwing my bag on the ground and seeing like what looked like bugs on the wall and I was like I'm gonna, I'll worry about that later, you know. And then I got back to the <laughs> the hotel room and I laid in my bed, I you know, had my shirt off and I was just reading and I just felt kind of itchy. I was like, why am I itchy? And I looked at my back and there was like a, a parade of translucent bugs Ugh. And, and you could see blood in them. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck? And so I just got to my computer and I just Google imaged bed bugs and be like, you know, how sometimes you look at stuff and you're like, ah, oh, it could be. And I, I was like, Oh, yeah, yep. That's, that's them. That's them. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nailed it. And so I went down to the, counter and told the guy and the guy was like all right well i'll get you a really nice new hotel like a totally different building he goes but don't tell anybody at your show like and uh he gave me a total piece of shit dump (laughs) 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 and and, and the shitty part was just before that i remember i had tweeted i was like up on my porch overlooking an outdoor pool it looked like something out of vegas it was a it was literally a five-star resort and i was like sometimes comedy is okay and then like literally 20 minutes later i'm being
1: Evacuated because of bed bugs. Oh. But, yeah. Sometimes comedy's okay, then the comedy gods knock you back down <laughs> to reality real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Or you could look at it as the comedy gods gave you something to do another five minutes on. Uh,
2: I'm, I'm not, you know, I think there's like, I'm not one of those comics that's like, so I was driving to a gig and I stopped at Arby's. I'm not like, like i'm not a comic about being a comic
0: right mm-hmm.
2: you know what i mean i'm You're like, not a
0: bed bug comic
2: well no i mean there could be but if, <laughs> if, if it was if it was if i decided to do a story about bed bugs i would just be like i was at a hotel and there's bed bugs yeah I, I it's just a personal preference i don't, some comics are like i was driving and i saw this and i'm like ah, it's not really my style
1: it's on my way to a gig and then yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I feel like, like, couldn't
1: people, you just people, say you're going somewhere? Exactly. I, I feel like
2: people don't and like uh, when people talk about jokes on stage, they're like, well, this joke, like, just fucking shut up.
1: Just <laughs> do your yeah, shit. Tell you know? the joke. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I literally had somebody tell me once, and that was a long time ago, they go, We don't want to hear about the jokes. We just wanna hear the jokes. We don't want to know that they're jokes. Fair we else. we're
1: we're at a comedy show where it's kind of implied. We know you're going to be telling jokes.
3: (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. That's just me. What about like, uh, eating on the road?
2: (laughs) I mean, that's (laughs) the one thing about this pandemic is that like, I've been able to eat like decently. (laughs) I, I eat like I'm eating, you know, eggs and like I'm having some mushrooms and stuff and I'm cooking and stuff at home and I'm, I'm not a good cook, but I'm cooking. Um, then I go on the road and it's like how many cheese puffs and shit. It's like, and then you're like in North Dakota, like you're like, oh, what's the options? It's this or you know, it's it's little Debbies or starvation, you know. And so I, yeah, I just it's it's so bad. And you drink a bunch of soda. I know how so much it costs. Ugh. and I, I always uh, validate it because like, oh, I need to hurry. I need I just, I
1: just need calories. <laughs> yeah,
2: I need to have this Casey's pizza, and I I can never pass a Casey's pizza without getting a, or a Casey's gas station. I don't know if you're familiar oh yeah no yeah, I, yeah they are
0: the king of gas station pizza
2: it's the best gas station pizza in the world which by far you know, as doug oh, yeah. stanhope would say is the the prettiest waitress at denny's or something yeah. Like <laughs> but yeah no it is i heard somebody say quick trip and i was like get the fuck out of my face don't Ugh. ever me again like,
0: i don't like quick trips those are they're too clean they scare me like I want a little danger with my gas station. I don't like you know I mean? Quick
2: Trips. I like Quick Trips because they're like they have a lot of stuff, but I don't like how every time they go, "Thank you. See you next time." Like that's real fucking presumptuous. You know, it's like oh, it, yeah. sounds, it sounds like a threat or like or like, "Yeah, you tub of You'll shit. You'll we'll be, be back. back. Yeah. <laughs> see you next time." You no, know, I'm, you know, I I hope that there's no next time in Sheridan, Wyoming, Quick Trip for me. <laughs> but
0: Uh, yeah,
2: it's, it's, you know, it's, there's a lot, you just get used to it. I mean, that's, that's the thing that's weird for me now is that I've spent somewhere between 17 to 20 years leaving every single weekend. Uh, and then now I'm here, I've been here, I've been in Minneapolis for five months. I mean, I did a couple, I did a little sub, a couple road things, but they were weird and far and few in between, but yeah, I've never like not left. So it's like weird. I
1: walk my dogs a lot. It's like the most mm-hmm. consistent your diet has been ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And not then,
0: eating at Happy Chef's. Yeah.
2: I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't. I know that there's some comics that are like, oh, you know, I'm finally doing this and I feel healthy and maybe like insinuating that they'll never go back. But not me. I'm just biding my time. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: okay. Two years. You talked it's, about it already. Two it's years. Late.
2: It's too late. Yeah. And it's going to be it's going to be two years and then it's going to be not great. <laughs> I think the open mic scene will come back because
1: everyone needs that. Every yeah. And, and they're it's like, easier to throw together.
2: You don't have to pay people really. Yeah. But as far as like making a living doing comedy, I mean it's gonna be a little tricky.
1: Yeah. All
2: right, I'm gonna go kill myself now.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you also worked uh before all this, you were you also did done some started working cruise ships as well.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: How is that? I mean, it's talking about like, you know, like, because you're technically when you're when you're working a cruise ship, you're technically like you get treated like the staff, correct? Like you, you or how does that work?
2: Uh, it depends on the cruise ship. But the, the ones that I were doing, um, literally, sometimes they would check you in as staff and sometimes they would check you in as guests. Mm-hmm. So uh, usually they treat you pretty good. Even if you're staff, you get all the privileges of the guests, except for you can't swim in the pool. Cause I think some comic probably got a hand. Here. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like somebody screwed it up, but yeah. you can't, you can't swim in the pool, but really who cares? I don't want to swim in the pool. There's, there's the ocean. Like why don't I want to swim in the pool? Um, and then you can't, what I think the slides you can't go on the slides cause the slides go into the pool. So it's kind I'm of related. No, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh-uh. Um, I, but I, but but really no 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 I mean they treat you pretty well and then you know you have a name tag that you wear to get back into the staff area like they treat like you have to have it's like being a police officer without a badge you know like you have to be back but when you go around the guests you just you can just take it off otherwise everybody's like where's the stairs you know <laughs> um, but yeah no I mean I was treated pretty well
0: the buffet is out of eggs Benedict Mike
2: <laughs> yeah it was no I I liked it. I liked the traveling I liked you know just in in March I was swimming in the ocean in Roatan you know be like this is the life
1: (laughs) and then you get back like the hell's going on
2: yeah I mean I was already supposed to during all this time I was supposed to go to Portugal you know on a cruise and all this crazy shit but it is you know whatever (laughs) <laughs> I'm alive,
0: but you're eating really healthy, and you get to walk yeah. your dog. So yeah. that's like Portugal, right? Yeah, pretty close. Well,
2: yeah, it's just just like it. But uh, they, what was I gonna say? It was a little weird being on a cruise in mid March because that's when shit started to, get, <laughs> yeah, started to get real. You know, like I literally. So if I remember correctly, I got back like March 15th and 14th, and it was a two week cruise. Cause usually they're two weeks and the first week was just whatever. It was like, you know, we had heard about, you remember the early days of coronavirus. It was like, we also remember when everybody talked about swine flu and bird flu and, and then nothing really happened. And so people were kind of like, Oh, it's getting where we SARS, which is this, this is kind of part of SARS, but like <clears throat> people were like, Oh, whatever. It's not a real, it'll be fine. I still had hope that, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be fine. So on the first week, whatever, people just partied. And it was just like, you know, everything. second week, two days in it started to get weird where like people were starting to get kind of uncomfortable. And then you started, you know, you heard about those other cruises that were being stuck at sea for two weeks. And then, so they, they got nervous enough about it that they actually uh, did a code red. There was nobody to this day. I don't think I haven't heard of anybody having coronavirus on that cruise, but they decided to have a code red, which is basically treating it as though somebody had coronavirus on the cruise. Mm-hmm. So suddenly as a, as a performer, I couldn't leave my room. Uh, you couldn't go eat. You had to go eat down in the, the hall. you know, the, the crew mess, which you know, it's fine. There's a lot of people that have to eat down there, but like it was, everything got different. And so it went from being like, I love those things. It was so much fun to being like really depressing. Thank God I had a window. Uh, you know? <laughs> and then, and then like literally like worrying if I was going to get off the ship, that was how it, it is. It's, and they never like, it's not the military, but they, there's a lot of ex-military, like the captains, you know, there's all these people that have been, you know, and it's just like, This, everything is run like this, 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 and this it's run. They they, did nothing's late on a cruise (laughs) and then nothing's a surprise. And then all of a sudden the last day they were, or the second to last day they're like, we're going to have a staff meeting. And I was like, Oh shit. You know, like I was worried, like we're not going to get off this cruise. And then it turns out that they got us all the entertainers, all the, all the dancers, all the actors, everybody in the whole humongous thing. And they're like, okay, well we're all, you know, being canceled from next week on there's no, And like, I've never been been so relieved because I thought he was going to say like, we're going to have to be on here for a couple months, you know? And I was like, but we get to leave tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, as of now. Like, okay, fuck fine. (laughs) And then I got out, went to the Miami airport, which at the time, Miami was like the center of the United States for that. And that was awkward. And then we saw somebody with wearing gloves and a mask and a shirt that said zero fucks given, which was hilarious at the time. (laughs) Because even then, even in March, I was like, you're wearing a mask, weirdo. You know, now it's like, I want to fight somebody if they don't wear a mask.
1: Right. But, uh,
2: <laughs> but yeah, so I made it, I made it home. And then it was weird. And then, and then I didn't talk about it for a long time. Cause I didn't want people to think that I was like, uh, you're yeah, all dirty. <laughs> like I was a leper or something, you know, yeah. it, and I got okay. tested. I got tested. I'm fine. I've never, as of now, I have not contacted, contracted because I'm pretty safe about it for the most part. You know I, just, I had to do a show in Wisconsin, and that was like you know in Minnesota, specifically the Twin Cities, people take it pretty seriously. I know there's like some suburbs that don't, but like for the most part, they do you go into you can, you go over the river into Hudson, and they're like, "Fuck you they're like we're gonna spit in your mouth take like they just said, yeah like it's like <laughs> it's like night and day, and so like I was doing shows and like the hotel people nope nobody wore masks in the hotel, like not even the staff, Yeah, and like.
1: Uh, so yeah, I got worried about that because they breathe breathe God's air over there. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway,
0: they're like, "Well, we drink a lot of brandy, so we think that uh, it's gonna that they're gonna help us."
2: Right. Um. Well, you know, got, you either you live your new- life in fear or you're Smash Mouth. That's what happens, I guess.
1: <laughs> right. Let's go to Sturgis. <laughs>
0: Oh god! I, I, whoever would have thought that Smash Mouth headlining Sturgis in 2020 would be a uh, would be a newsworthy article? But <laughs> I mean, post pandemic,
2: it. they're probably the biggest band to have played in the United States.
0: Yeah,
1: right. Well, yeah, we, that's the biggest we probably, probably have the highest crowd count <laughs> on the year so far. Yeah, I
2: was like, the weird thing is, I remember remember when Smash Mouth started tweeting a bunch of anti-Trump stuff, and all the left people are like, "Yeah, Smash Mouth." And they're like they're all right, <laughs> you know? yeah. And then they pulled that shit. They're like, okay, whatever. They're just doing whatever the fuck they feel like.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> they're like, well, another Shrek movie isn't going to be coming out for a while, so we need to get some. Uh, we need to get something rolling here real quick.
2: They put out a, a statement about how safe it was because their green room was all sterilized and they spread it. It was like, yeah, it was safe for you, right? It was a rash mouth. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they're fine. Anyway, this wasn't. I, I didn't mean for this whole episode to be the coronavirus sob story.
3: That's,
0: uh, <laughs> welcome to what, what what we've been doing for the last five months as a right, podcast. Right, 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 a right, lot right. of it's been like, no, oh, there's these stories pre corona and then it's corona. Yeah.
2: Well, I will say this, ever since it, it started to go down, I have been worst case scenario. And a lot of people are like, Oh, that's you're negative, you're being a pessimist, but like I've been right every time. Yeah, and I don't think it's being pess I'm not a pessimist. I'm just like, I would rather be prepared for the worst case scenario and then if I'm wrong, fucking fantastic.
3: Yeah, you that's that's
1: how.
2: You, especially something as serious as that, as my career, you know. Like, <laughs> I, well, I, I need. Well, yeah, but anybody, but like, you need to right. care.
0: Well, Mike, you can just go back to waiting tables.
2: <laughs> you know, and that's the thing that, like, you know, I, I I wasn't doing it hardly ever, but I had backups. Like, if a week got canceled, like if I had a cruise for a shit ton of money, and then like the the week got canceled, I had a substitute teacher's license. I had a lift thing. I don't. Do them, but I had that option, and it was always there in the back, like you know, oh, if worst case scenario I could do that, and then, like I, I didn't, it wasn't something I do. I'm a full time comic, but I, it, it was a peace of mind to have that there. And then when this happened, it was like, oh, that those things are also gone. Like, oh shit. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah. know, like, and now you can you can you can do lift now, but like, uh, I'm not gonna. Give it time,
0: though. You could definitely be a substitute teacher.
2: <sighs> I, uh, I think, I'd rather, <laughs> but I, do you want to? People people are like, oh cruises, how could you I'm like, I don't I think I'd rather be on a cruise than a kindergarten class when it comes to COVID. You know? <laughs> oh god,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Like those fucking I, I, classrooms, just petri dishes.
2: Yeah. I and I like it's fucking it's not really what I'm suited for. It's loud. <laughs> you, you
0: know those kids like this fall are all just gonna be like coughing on each other as a joke. Or just going up, taking their masks off and licking like faces to be like, "Oh, you got the virus."
2: Well, here's the thing, man. The young kids are too young to understand, so it'll fall off their face. They'll hug it. They, they literally can't. They're children. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why they're not allowed to smoke and do things because they're children. <laughs> they don't understand. That's the reason, right? Well, there's a lot of things, but you you see what I'm saying? Like they don't. They don't. <laughs> and then there's like um, some point in middle school on up where like they just become bastards. Where it's like i'm cool f- I'm, I'm crazy i'm not wearing masks i'm fucking you fucking wear masks. you the principal's kid you fucking pussy you know like <laughs> so there's like this one little like sweet spot in like middle of sixth grade where they might be able
1: to be smart enough to wear a mask and not dumb shit enough to take it off oh my god that's so funny my mom makes that exact same point she's a fifth grade teacher yeah and she's like it's the sweet spot yeah old enough to where like they'll listen to you and be cool but by the time they're like getting out of fifth grade is when like the hormones start kicking in they all turn into assholes and she's like i am done with you you go on to sixth grade she's like i'm telling you fifth grade that's the sweet spot that's the only kids you should want to ever (laughs) ever teach should you teach
2: yeah so i don't miss that i don't think i would go back to that it's been a while (laughs)
0: Uh, (laughs) Honestly, I, being a waiter these days is very similar to like that. You're like, put your mask back on. Put your mask back on. You need to you wear the ma-
2: you tell them to put a mask because they're done you eating? You have to.
0: You, by law, well, not the eating thing. If they're at the table now, the, the way that yeah. works is when they're in, they have to put a mask on. And when they walk to the table, they have to wear a mask. And then when they uh, get up to use the restroom, they have to wear a mask. And when they leave, they have to wear a mask. That's the technical. That's the, Those are the things. If they're at the table they if they have a beverage in front of them they can't like you can't be like wear your mask you just you can't yeah. it's because then they can just be like oh i'm, I'm gonna just keep sipping and and of course you know restaurants they want you to keep like you know make them buy more beer you know whatever
3: yeah
0: uh and most of the, like 99 of the people are cool about it they'll they just come in they wear the mask they do the thing they, they're mostly they're just grateful to be out and doing something that's somewhat normal but you just get this like this one percent of people are just they're just they're awful like yeah. they can go out and then they know like the whole like they all have to say is medical i have a medical issue i can't i can't wear the mask but yet they're they're outside chain smoking cigarettes drinking like six bud lights doing that medical shots. shit
2: doesn't work anymore does it
0: they have to they can according to the way that the the, the law was written in minnesota all they have to say is they have a medical reason and you can't ask anything further. Ugh,
2: I hope people don't learn that.
0: Oh, they do, though. <laughs> they should have said this it. on a
3: podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. Trust me, <laughs> the
0: people who listen to this podcast are the ones who are also bitching about the fact that people are abusing the medical side yeah, of those. Yeah,
2: I, mean, I, I, I mean, I guess the thing that the overall, other than that part, the thing I would take from that story is that you know we've been living on the internet we're talking to each other on the internet right now, you know, like all this stuff, but that people, people are overall better than they feel in the last five months. Like it's just all the crazy people. Like it's taken, every conspiracy theory has been times by a thousand. It's just the loud people. And I'm not saying there's not a ton of them, but like, I have to remember that not every single person is a piece of shit. (laughs) <laughs> that's how it feels right now, you know. Like
0: they all have a megaphone right now, and that's all you can hear because the there's nothing else to drown dumbest, them out.
2: The dumbest fucking people, like, like just do your own, <laughs> do your own research. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Are you a virologist? I don't even know how to say it. That's all. Shut up about it. Oh, it's just, ugh. it's like we don't we don't believe in experts anymore. It's uh, experts are you're a sheep. If, if have you ever had a person with half a brain call you? Like anybody who says sheeple is the dumbest, <laughs> oh, yeah. most easily led person. The irony makes me want to strangle them. I just, ugh. you know, that, the, my, that my, emoji, my, 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 my wife is like, she's like, she's like, by the way, I would love being called a sheeple. It sounds adorable. Who, wants to, who doesn't want to be a sheeple? <laughs>
1: so
2: cute.
0: Talked about this on last week's episode, but I'll, I'll bring it back up. So uh, first uh, I had a lady come into my bar last week and she was wearing a hat that said lion or lions, not sheep, which is like this rallying cry for like the, the conspiracy theorists and all that stuff. And I went up to her and I said, but which one's endangered again? Right. (laughs) Like people aren't going to New Zealand to, uh, 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 to, to, to go on safari. Right. (laughs) The dentists aren't shooting famous sheep. I just,
2: uh, I don't think somebody, I mean, somebody said like, you know, like, Oh yeah, don't live in fear but they're like, aren't you the people that go to the grocery store with machine guns? You know, like
0: (laughs) this is so true.
2: (laughs) I don't know. I just, I mean like, okay. It's, it's basically my worst case scenario. It's like everybody's idiotic uncle (laughs) got, got on the internet and now thinks they're an expert because of QAnon. you know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah. Like, Literally, all the Democrats are high level, high level pedophiles. Like, really, all the like, you all of I mean? them? It's like Yeah. And when they started coming from Tom Hanks, that's when I, I'm watching. You fucking spineless fucks. You stay away from Tom Hanks. You fucking. Ugh. Ellen These DeGeneres, maybe. We Tom Hanks,
1: right.
2: He is a saint. He is all we have. <laughs> do him. By the way, I have cool uncles. I don't have any uncles that are QAnon. I, I should say that just in case. of listening. I'm, I'm lucky. You know, like people are like. Oh, you know, you need to like disown your family members that are Trumpers. I was actually lucky. I don't really have any. Nice. So, yeah. It seems like it so, could convenient for me, but I don't.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, especially. Yeah. yeah. Good on you. Yeah. Uh, so on this podcast, not only do we, we we talk about the stories and things, we also we also strive uh, to battle the scourge of that in this country, which is known as Karen's. Mm hmm. Uh, but we always like to ask our guests before we do that. Um, how would you, Mike Brody, define a Karen?
2: <laughs> do you not know.
0: No no, we always just like, to hear, <laughs> we like we like to get everyone's opinion on it.
2: Um, a Karen is a white woman, usually thirty to sixty. I feel like you can't call like a ninety year old a Karen, you know what I mean?
3: like this is, this is
2: they get aged out at a certain point. So it's like thirty to sixty or seventy a privileged an extra privileged, privileged white woman who thinks that they're above all the rules and causes a big scene. The pe- they're the people who call on black people, barbecuing and mm-hmm. throw, throw potatoes at people at Trader Joe's because they're told to wear a mask. Um, they're also, I feel bad for actual Karens, but that's <laughs> their, that's their cross to bear. It's tough shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, my name used to be cool. Brody used to be cool. Then all the soccer moms wrote it. So um, now it's first name. What? Um, yeah. So it's a uh, Karen is a, a middle aged white woman who is like, I'm going to call the manager on you. And uh, they're a bitch.
0: I like it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, uh, each and every week we, 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 we handpick different Yelp reviews, uh, Facebook uh, comments. Uh, we sometimes we find handwritten notes and, uh, and we, we, we have our friend and fellow comedian, Rebecca Wilson, dramatically reenact them for us. Uh, and this is the segment that we call uh, Karen. Bef- uh, wait,
2: wait, can I step all over this before you do it? Can I say sure. one quick thing? I think that Becky's should be thanking their fucking lucky stars because Becky's <laughs> were the original Karen's. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, it's a, oh, I a lot like Becky's. Yeah, Becky, yeah Becky's All were right. this close. It was this close to be Becky's, and somebody did Karen and it took off. So Becky's, you fucking got off <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. And uh, with that being said, here is the Becky of.
2: Oh my God, it is. I didn't even think about it. It is Rebecca. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't even mean that. Wow. Here we go. This is Karen. I'm your
3: boss. Oh my God, Karen. 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 This is Karen. This is Karen. I'm your
0: boss. (laughs) And here's Becky doing her
3: best Karen. (laughs) Our visit to Yellowstone National Park was wonderful, but we never saw any bears. Please train your bears to be where guests can see them. This was an expensive trip to not get to see bears.
0: That was in, that was a handwritten note that was in uh, the Yellowstone's uh, How Can We Make the Park Better? things that they put in
2: yeah see more bears
0: <laughs> you know like oh yeah because they you know that's what the park rangers are there to do they're just there to train the bears to come out <laughs> like really like there's this all this natural splendor there's 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 the bison and you want to
1: come in close contact with one of the most fearsome carnivores in north america i don't ever cool. want to see a bear i don't no. I don't no.
2: ever i've we live around we're kind of in bear town, to be honest. And I, 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 I'm more scared of bears than a shark
0: because
2: I could actually get my face ripped off by a bear. Right? Yeah. I don't want to see them.
0: Yeah. yeah so like that, that's that's just that that it was like the best part is like they like they and then they think they gave like a like a review because you could do reviews on it. I have to pull, pull up the and like it was like a, you know, like a one star review because the lack of bears and they're just sitting there like could you imagine you're you're a park ranger and you have to go through those things. And most of it's most of it's like, I had a really good time. I saw the geyser. It was great, you know, whatever. And they have to just they have to read that and then they have to report that because it has to go into like a thing that is so ugh.
3: You hear That's that guys?
1: <sighs> Reviews are in. We need to step up bear production. <laughs> Doesn't anybody feel bad? I
2: would feel bad leaving a review like that. Like, right, oh, it does make me feel bad. They're, they're no. doing a park. They're park people. They're nice.
1: I don't think I've ever left a bad. Even if my, I had a legitimately bad experience with a ba- with a with with a, a legitimate complaint, I've never left a bad. I've never taken the time. I've usually just gotten fed up with whatever situation I was in and got out of there and left I, and never I, came back.
2: I think I did once. Uh, I, I hate this. Here's a road thing. Fucking small town subways and small town Taco Bells take for fucking ever oh, because, yeah. because they're so used to only five people coming in a day. And I was at Taco Bell somewhere. It took 45 minutes for me to get my shit and it wasn't even that busy. And so I <laughs> I, I caromed it up <laughs> for the 45 minute taco, which I stand by. And I, I think I just put slowest Taco Bell ever. That's it.
1: <laughs> you captured the essence there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Much like that Taco Bell, uh, sometimes we have to ask ourselves gee, why did it fail? Ooh, why did it fail? Uh, G-Wanted to Fail is a segment we do each and every week where we talk about different uh, restaurant chains, uh, retail stores. Lately, we've been on a kick talking about failed menu items. And this week is no different, Mike. No, we are going to be talking about a menu. That's item why you to- liked
2: Carlos O'Kelly's so much.
0: I did. I was hoping <laughs> that they, again, I thought they were going to be great. I would wait 45 minutes for a taco at Carlos <laughs> Carlos O'Kelly's, though. Tacos yeah,
2: the- are okay. They're okay there. Anyway, sorry.
0: That's uh, fine. Uh no, we're here. This week we're talking about another failed menu item. And we've been picking on this uh this chain for a while, but they have over a billion a few billion people served, so I think they can take it. Um today we're going to be talking about McDonald's McDLT.
1: Hell yeah. I remember the McDLT. The
0: T- McD,
2: the
1: McDLT. Like D as and Dong.
0: Yes.
3: Hmm.
0: Yes. Uh so McDonald's I don't remember uh, that. They always, uh, oh, it was, a, it was a product that started in 1984. It was a, because what's the one thing about a burger, Mike, that, that that you just, you know, when you're getting a fast food burger that just, it, it's the hot lettuce and tomato that just, you know, you want it, you want it to be cold and crisp and with your hot burger. Oh so God. McDonald's came up with an ingenious idea. We're going to make styrofoam packaging. We'll have it split so the hot stuff stays hot and the cold stuff stays cold so that you can assemble your own burger.
2: Oh, I remember this.
0: Yes. It was made famous uh by Jason Alexander, uh where he did a he did a commercial in the eighties where it was just this big sing-along uh big thing. And it was like it was a, it was just everything eighties in McDonald's in one commercial with with uh you know George Costanza. And, yeah,
2: yeah, it's a lot of styrofoam. I'm looking at the google images that's like that's like a whole ozone layer right there,
0: oh yeah, and that is actually part of the reason that uh this this failed as a product because when they launched it was also in the late eighties uh, was when it really became a big nationwide product. Uh, and when that happened it was also at the time of in the environmentalism movement started to really uh, take off in this country. And uh, they had gotten a lot of pushback from environmental groups about how much waste they were making for a burger just to keep lettuce and tomato. And for some reason, the cheese, they put the cheese on the cold, on the cold side. Oh, no, 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 no. I know. We want (laughs) melty cheese. (laughs) You you know, you know, you know, that's it. But yeah, so this is like, this is just another long line of, of missteps from the McDonald's Corporation.
2: Yeah. I don't know why they did that because I don't know a time, time that I've ever bought a cheeseburger from McDonald's that it wasn't gone in 30 seconds. You know, I'm not yeah, just right. sitting there letting it simmer like a cup of
1: tea.
0: Or just or just or you sitting there just like, you know, you know what this burger is. My great. perfect
1: placement of lettuce.
0: <laughs>
2: you, you know, it's it's weird how
1: I'm like, gonna make you, it look like the commercial.
2: Right. <laughs> when you told me this, I was like, What are you talking about? And then because we are on the internet, I just looked it up and I'm like, Oh my god, I'm totally remember this totally remember that stupid ass it's like a little it looks like um it looks like a spaceship from empire strikes back right Uh, yeah that did not well that did not work out yeah because nobody cares it's not it's it's mcdonald's it's not uh (laughs) this is how bad i am with food i was trying to think of something fancy and i couldn't think of anything
0: (laughs) this is mcdonald's not uh, uh not carl's jr come on i'm watching this oh, ad right awesome. now he's got his like sleeves
1: rolled up he's like doing yep. a lot of finger guns and dancing yeah,
0: you know what the,
2: i you know what i did like from mcdonald's hmm. the arch deluxe
1: Do you oh remember yeah the arch <laughs> remember deluxe? the arch deluxe
2: i had a serious issue it was like 96 i think it was <laughs> and like i just started selling my cds to get arch deluxes and i yeah i just couldn't get it i was <laughs> selling selling cds that i liked uh, Going, getting more Arch Deluxe. I thought it was the greatest thing ever, and they got rid of it, and they've never talked about it ever again. I'm like, what was wrong with it?
1: There's nothing wrong with that. It was special. It was sauce. basically the the wasn't it just basically the quarter pounder with cheese, but with like more stuff on it. I think it had a different
2: sauce. Did it? Yeah,
1: I'm looking should, at a breakdown a of, of it right now. They brought
2: back they brought back Surge and the Ecto Cooler. They should fuck yeah. Up. Some actual good '90s shit, like the Arch Deluxe, motherfuckers.
1: That's right. They, they expect us to get all super happy with their McRib is back. <laughs> That's a, a Tim Harpston's joke that he goes that uh, McRib is
2: back, but what they didn't tell you is why it had to go away in the first place. <laughs> 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 true. Uh, you never trust anything that's shaped like ribs, but doesn't have ribs in
1: it. Right. No. Actually,
2: it actually sounds good, though. I kind of want one now.
1: Like rib? No. That barbecue sauce is surprisingly enjoyable. Is that barbecue sauce? <laughs> it's like <laughs> Whatever it is.
0: Quotation marks barbecue I'm,
1: sauce. I'm, I'm fully on board with the sauce uh lineups of mcdonald's their food quality yeah not you i'll give you can take it or leave it but Go their ahead. sauce game yeah. you got the mac sauce yeah uh, i i they sweet and sour
0: sweet and sour is best in Szechuan
1: the was that
0: when they brought it back for a yeah. brief time oh okay rick and morty uh it was good oh yeah that's right it was good
2: i'm reading the mcdlt ad because it's McD and then the LT is yep. green to in- indicate that it's vegetation of some sort. Yep. Uh, it's the tastiest way to enjoy delicious, cool lettuce. Yep. Tomatoes and cheese with a hot quarter pound, and then the quarter pounder has an asterisk after it, which is always suspicious. Uh, beef. So the quarter pound asterisk beef patty on a sesame seed bun. The lettuce stays crisp, the tomato firm, ooh, and juicy. Because our special package—wow, this is strangely subliminally sexual. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. firm, juicy, and package keeps the trimmings keeps the trim cool on one <laughs> side, <laughs> on, on one side, and the hamburger hot on the other, all underlined until you put them together. It's a good time for a great taste. I remember that was their that was their slogan. Yeah, that's uh, they're really overestimating how much thought people put into McDonald's. You know, they're like, right, hey, yeah. I have five bucks and twenty minutes. Put
1: this garbage down my throat. Yep, and that that's should why, just uh, be their uh, in, earl- in <laughs> earlier episodes. We discussed why McPizza failed. I've never heard of that.
0: Oh uh, yeah they they tried to they tried to do their own pizza thing. They even had to I- expand their windows. To be able what? to put a pizza out the window.
2: Oh, it was a full size, not even like a little pizza. No, no. it was a
0: family pizza. What a year? Uh, we, uh, that was in like the eighties, I believe, as well. Oh, uh, oh yeah, it's like a little pizza. It's like a, a reason,
2: little Pizza Hut size, like the Pizza Hut personal pizza.
0: No, they, <gasps> no, some of them got they got they. There were some that did family size. Oh wow! Up to like a, I think it's like up to a twelve inch. Which I mean for that was big. And then we also talked about what was it? The the Hawaiian bird. They, they did, they did a pineapple burger, which literally was just a bun with a pineapple patty on it. They're trying to sell during Lent to Catholics.
2: Oh yeah. yeah, That, sounds that, was, a, that, was, a, that was a,
0: that was a Ray Kroc one.
2: Okay. Here's one for you. Uh, the record, there was a little floppy record that would come and you would, pl- you put it on your record player and play it. And if the people singing it could get all the way through the song without falling apart, you won a million dollars. Uh, it was like hamburger, cheeseburger, filet, a fish, a happy meal. It was this whole thing. Uh, you, you Look it up. It has these little records that it would come with. It was like a – like a, it wasn't like a hard record. It's hard to explain, but you'd play it, and they couldn't get the song. And then one guy won. He won, and then he like – it's like a really one of those sad stories where like he blew it on a crack or something. It was a really <laughs> sad story. <laughs> and he's broke now, but he won that thing. Uh, but, yeah, you don't remember that? I mean, you have to be a certain age to remember. There was like everybody – everybody my age remembers that. that you would just – it was a song yeah and then somebody posted about on facebook and somebody's like my grandpa wrote that jingle
0: (laughs) i wonder if there's like a collector's market for those old oh yeah i'm I'm sure sure there are are people. i'm sure the
2: people that have them that like they're obviously the loser ones uh yeah man people like and then the um california raisins with Hardee's. that was i remember
0: that i do remember those uh, this is just, I love this this nostalgia of fast food memory lane. Well,
2: I feel like the eight, I mean, maybe it's all nostalgia, but I feel like it's more. They're, they're definitely more kid oriented in the eighties.
0: Oh, for sure, because they were trying to hook. They were trying to hook us, and now here we are talking right. about how we'd sell another CD to get some more. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, they, no, they were
2: right. They were
0: right. They have they have you hooked, Mike. They're just like you know what, Mike Browdy. He's a, he's a comic out of the Twin Cities. You know, all we have to do is just bring it back for one month.
2: It was hardy's mcdonald's i never went to burger king I didn't, I didn't like their style they didn't they didn't have any good you know i know, well, like domino's pizza had the noid yep oh yeah i was real really annoyed him the Noid. Yeah. i don't know i think i think they got rid of him because like somebody there's some dark story about it where somebody thought the noid was coming to kill them or something so they shot somebody it was, it was fucking weird <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> he actually had his own nes game
1: yeah, I,
3: I believe
0: there, that. There yeah. was a Domino's
1: so did the, Didn't the 7 Up dot guys have like a video oh, yeah. game, they like had a gen- Sega Genesis they had a or something. Sega Genesis game. Yeah.
0: That's wow. that, that's the marketing they don't have anymore. Why why are they not why is there no longer cross promotion? Why is PlayStation not getting like the Burger King guy or I don't know who When's the
2: last are. time you saw a 7 Up commercial?
1: Never. That's a good good point. Probably since Godfrey. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like Sprite.
2: Sprite has a lot of you see because like LeBron James does Sprite. But then again, when's the last time
0: you saw Sierra Mist commercial?
2: Sierra Mist never gave a shit from the gate. Yeah, because it used to be Slice. If you were old enough, you remember
0: it used to remember Slice.
2: It was was Slice, and it's just Sierra Mist. They just changed the name, and I was like, and then they're like, they just decided it was like we don't have the money for this shit, so we're changing the name and we ain't advertising it,
0: and that's just. It's it's pretty much. Hey, uh, are you at a restaurant that serves Pepsi products? You're not getting Sprite, Sierra Mist.
2: Yeah, it's all like. Here's our clear drink. Whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, this has been a fun podcast. I think it's time we eighty-six it. But before we do, um, there's one last segment that we do, Mike. Uh, It's called Human Yelp Reviews, where it's you as our guests, you get to review the podcast. Uh, you can do it as a whole. You can do us individually. We hope it, we usually like get out of a five-star metric, but we don't, uh, we don't require that. You can, you can use whatever, whatever metric you want.
2: Hold on a second. Give me a second here. That's all right. <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, I'm doing something. I'm going to look up a Yelp review and then just change it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I Jaylen, love it, Jalen. Mark this point. We're gonna we're gonna do edit point.
2: Blatant ignorance <laughs> of what I needed to be done happening, and uh, they just tried to get money out of me. I recommend going anywhere, literally anywhere else. Very disappointing. Uh, no, that's not okay. I'll do a real. One. <laughs> <laughs> no, leave
0: that in, Jalen. Okay. Leave that. Right. Leave that in.
2: All right. So uh, I went in. Um, they, uh, you know, uh, I. I Went in, uh, I will say, I will start with a negative. They started a little earlier than they told me they would. So, um, you know, that, you know, minus. minus. (laughs) Uh, No, uh, good, good service. They're all friendly. Uh, Jalen was a little quiet, but we expected that from him. Um, And um, they (laughs) didn't have enough bears. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> that's always a problem hopefully Sorry short of bears you know you're not the hopefully first you're bears. not the first guest to say that actually we need more bears in the podcast
2: maybe oh here I'm, we go here i was treated with complete disrespect by these guys i was not allowed to use the bathroom and I, I had to walk 20 minutes away to the nearest one <laughs> that they recommended which was closed for construction i kept i was kept in a tiny door entrance for three hours <laughs> and was not showing any empathy of any kind or given any any assistance um the man uh was rude and cold make sure you have your uh your papers on hand i don't know what for or or they will not release you from the podcast uh yeah guaranteed to make your already bad experience worse five stars (laughs) (laughs) no you guys are great this is a lot of fun uh you guys are all awesome i don't have anything bad to say i I tell you i don't like giving bad reviews it makes me feel bad
0: unless you wait 45 minutes for a a taco
2: right but even then i didn't say fuck them or they're bad i just said slowest taco bell ever which is
0: (laughs) true you're just being factually correct
3: Yes, um, no, you
2: guys are five stars, five stars. Uh, the, the rich golden voice of Matt. Uh, Jalen has a really cool blanket that he puts on his window that I can see from here.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, the curtain.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nathan uh, it appears that he's in some kind of a basement with dinosaurs on the wall. Is that right?
1: Yeah, there's a and then we have a, a, a smoke detector. That I oh, ripped nice. out because it was chirping, and so instead yeah, oh, of putting yeah. a battery in it, I just took it out of the ceiling. That's safe. I feel
2: like you probably have a nice house based on your basement. I don't know
1: why I'm judging that, but I just the the, the a nice way, place. But that's what door. you get when you move way the hell away yeah. from the Twin Cities. Same. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: St. Cloud, Faribault, Jalen. Are you in a space station? Where are you?
1: Uh, I'm in
0: Northeast.
3: Oh,
2: yeah.
0: There
2: you go. There you
0: go. He lives in civilization.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: hey man it doesn't matter anymore well if it really doesn't that's where you are (laughs) but no you guys are awesome i had a fun time
0: thank you before we go um uh how do people follow you
2: oh uh instagram at mike brody comic actually all my social media is at mike brody comic twitter facebook uh and then uh on youtube i have a channel uh same thing yeah or just go to mikebrody.com.
0: Very cool. And as we said before, uh, make sure to check out his dry bar special.
2: Yeah, my, it goes by many names.
0: <laughs> All the names.
2: I was, my, the third version of it will be not enough bears.
0: <laughs> Mike Brody, not enough bears.
2: <laughs> Actually, I kind of
0: like that.
1: Yeah. that's <laughs> <good>.
0: <laughs> just, just really confusing out the gate. I love it. Uh but then again, what was the the other one, the, the wiener or the don't mix a it
2: was the original the one on the oh, the one on the app is not afraid of butterflies. That's the one I named. Mm-hmm. Uh the one on YouTube that just came out like a few weeks ago, which is the same special, but it's on YouTube now, is never mix a wiener with a golden retriever. <laughs> <laughs> which is the irony is I don't agree with that statement at all. I th- I think you should.
1: Yeah. It's a good result
0: both of like my dach- dog
2: a, a dachshund to be clear not a
0: right yeah. it's, dry,
2: it's dry bar they're not they weren't going for that or were they uh maybe
0: uh yeah so uh nathan how do people follow you
1: uh you can find me at nathan Smezrud on facebook and twitter and n on instagram jalen uh telling tall tale on twitter and on instagram
2: that's some alliteration on that shit. Yeah, that's
0: cool. <laughs> it's also perfect because he's a hobbit. Yeah. Uh,
2: How tall are you? I know we're trying to wrap it up, but uh, I... That's right.
0: Five, going.
1: six and a half?
2: Oh, that's seven inches taller than Prince. You're doing fine. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's true. Uh, you can follow me uh, at... Uh, I'm just Matt Doema on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at Chubby Waiter because I do believe in truth and advertising. Uh, you can follow the podcast at Awful Service Pod a- across all platforms. Again, we're still looking for your stories. Uh, we love what we do. Uh, occasionally get, get uh, listener feedback, listener stories, and we, we love telling those ones on the, on the pod. So if you got some good ones. Shoot that hot goss. We're looking for it. Uh, Mike, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on the pod. I know we talked about having you on for a while, so this has been great. Uh, and as always, um, tip your fucking
3: bartender And have a good night. Thanks, guys.